very high seat. Oh yeah, let's do this. Okay. Hey everyone. This is a podcast now. We're a podcast band. Um, there's some trivia that we want to do. Uh, and there's prizes attached. There's three questions we're going to ask with escalating difficulty. And Oh, wow, this is such an easy one. So the question is, what Christmas song has the Deer Hunter recorded? Oh, this is good. No one knows. It's the, the chestnuts roasting on an open fire one. Well, the Christmas song. It. It's a Christmas song. There you go. It's the Christmas song. Yes, you are a fan person. Yes, you will redeem your T-shirt. All right. Okay. I just thought that would be such a funny answer. What Christmas song? I know. The, the, the Christmas, Christmas song. song. Okay, question number two. What B-side does A Night on the Town reprise? Reprise. Sorry. Repress. Okay. Uh, is it just like an untitled song? Untitled what? Ah. Uh, don't remember. I think it's just on time. Yeah, I mean, hand. That's yeah, that's the right answer. I'm sorry for giving you a hard time. <laughs> it's technically untitled track. Wow. I like these ones. I like these ones. Okay, question number three. For the title of Oracle and for a signed color spectrum box set. In the deluxe edition of Act 3, what does the secret message in the lyric postcard say? <laughs> you may have gone too hard here, Max. This is good. This is good. Not a single hand. Ah. We're going to keep that box Well, set. at least they're being honest. Yeah, you know? well, that's I don't good. see any Googling happen. no. happening. Oh, we don't have a follow-up, do we? We don't, or we don't have an o another one. Seems like somebody's not getting a box set tonight. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, go ahead. Take a stab at it. I don't care. Blinded by the light? It says something very nice and wholesome. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't Can we say give a hint? <laughs> oh, gonna have to. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. It's, uh, it's featured on Act 4 as a... I, I would call it an interlude. No? Is it Act 4? Isn't it Act 4? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think you're right. Is he right? I might be wrong. I have no idea what's going on. Pass this over to Rob. Don't show anyone. Is that Act 4? <laughs> Isn't it? So you have to understand, we, we wrote Acts 4 and 5 at the same time, so we don't it's know. It's all blurring now. It's, a, it's really a blur. Like so. a taffy pull of information. <laughs> Either way, no hands are going up. Oh, no, I think it's up. Yeah, but I mean, huh? I think it's Act Five. We got a hand yeah, up. I think it's it Act Five. We got a hand up. Yeah, yeah right. I think it's on Act Five. There's yeah. a hand. Nick, get him. Okay, we got another hand here. Is it the uh, Who Am I? Yes. Oh! Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank God that happened. <laughs> We had no backup plan, guys. That was going to be the end of the show. I'm so glad that we were going to burn the box set right <laughs> we here were. in front of everyone. Just show you what you've done. Okay, so should we jump yes. right into some questions? I appreciate that you put the pronunciation here, but I also think I'll, I'll mess this up. Brielle? Okay, so I've been wondering 
Is there a question you've ever really wanted someone to ask you? Uh, whether it's out of spontaneous camaraderie of a random subject that you're really passionate about, or maybe if you just wish to extrapolate on something and feel like you haven't had the chance to, what would that question be, and what would be the answer? This is such a funny way of trying to ask Meta. the best question there could be. <laughs> <laughs> just like, question, what would be the best question I could ask you right now? Um, and follow-up question, what you said. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what I would want anyone to ask me. Does anybody have a perfect, perfect question? One no. single perfect, all-encompassing question? A question for another member? That they've been dying? I don't know. Well, yeah. figure out a way to make this work. Gavin, when did you start rapping? That's what I don't know. <laughs> Gavin? When did I start when rapping? When did you start rapping? How Te old were you? Technically? Fifth well, grade. Fifth nice. grade. Really? I wrote a song, a rap about my teacher. Awesome. Can you rap it? It was derogatory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Oh, no. It was really bad. My influence at that moment was pretty much Fresh Prince and Run DMC. <laughs> What was your question for the sauce? Well, I was going to ask the sauce why um, he, what made you resist joining the NBA? I just kind of thought maybe I'd make more money in the NFL. <laughs> and what stopped you from joining I, the I NFL? hurt my knee. You hurt your knee. <laughs> it busted this my is news knee. to us. I thought it was purely about the I don't the like to talk about it. It's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if I'm trying to answer that as honestly as possible, I would want somebody to ask what the reason is that we actually do this. And for us, I think it's not even a choice of whether or not this is something that we think is going to bring financial success or, or stability to our lives, because it definitely challenges that. But it's just a thing that we, I would say, we all just feel inexplicably drawn to. And if we're not doing it in some context, it feels like we're acting against our own nature and it doesn't really matter whether or not we sell any number of whatever or if we pack out one bigger room or one smaller room it's never the mark of whether or not this is worth doing so I would just want people to know that about us that the the reality is that we're not chasing down some weird prestige or pop sensibility dream it's just that we're grateful for the opportunity to continue doing something very few people are allowed to do in their lives Um, thank you very much. Okay, Pete Finn. Hit it, Pete. Hey, guys. Um, so this one is for Robin Nick. Um, which, with Soul Cito or Bro Senzo? Bro Senzo. Okay. The question that I've been dying to know is, who do you think makes the funniest faces on stage? Is it you or is it Rob? Oh. oh. I have no idea what's happening to me at yeah. any point on stage. It's not, that's not a real question. Yeah, we all know it's Nick. It's the weirdest <laughs> of content. <laughs> Come on, everybody, it's me. I do love how you, you, you count with your face. Every downbeat is a big... Yeah. You've really been studying Nick, haven't you? Yeah, it's a, it's a quite some passion time. of mine. Just dissect every yeah. YouTube video I can find and zoom it in right. Nick's face. <laughs> So dark. So that's out. So weirdly dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Nick. Yeah, it's me. Um, well, there you go. Okay, I can't. I, this is a little hard to read. Dwight Carroll or Car Carolla? Cur Cure all? 
Like that's a, awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Y'all relationship is because y'all brothers, and he was kind of forced upon you. But it's how did everybody else become meet each other? Rob used to play in a band called As Tall as Lions, and I used to play in a different band. And <laughs> the uh, <laughs> I, and we we were touring together for a while. We would just always play shows together, and then um, and then Max is our cousin, who who we've known since he was uh, well since he was born. And then Gavin was, I would say, we were aware of each other for a long time. And then eventually we just connected and it was like, hey, do you want to come up and make a song? And well, I knew Andrew Brown, the previous right. keyboardist, too. I think you had kind of met everyone. And yeah, I had and I know Nick you. from a long time back. Didn't, yeah. did, wasn't Fozzie the one who brought you out to the first show, though, yeah. in Portland? Matt Fozzie toured yeah, on, did a tour on guitar, and he's an old friend and touring buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. So I kind of met It's that. kind of just it's random connections and, and Nick knew Nick. Yeah. yeah. I, I met Solacito. He was um I followed a friend's band up to like New Hampshire or something to go and watch them play a show and his band was on and he was playing with these like banjo picks on his fingers, but he was just really? killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well you had you had you had a thumb pick and then you had uh yeah, one more, right? Yeah, I had just started playing bass with a pick for you know, specific reasons, but I didn't know how to. What reasons? Like some things with a pick, but some things with a finger, so I just need a pick a- on my person at all times. And it just made sense to have it on my thumb. <sighs> yeah. I kind of went back and forth, and you just started talking. All right. Yeah, you were loading out. <laughs> you were loading out, and I was like, man, that was really great. And then we, we bumped our iPhones. I don't know if anyone remembers I, the, yeah, we, the that's bump. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. cool. But we bumped and changed. And, and then we became we friends. There you go. Yeah. Wow. And here great we are. Time. Wow. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's bas- I mean, I don't even know if that was an answer, but that was all. That's just like we just yeah. randomly know each other, and then we, awesome. we got Thanks. along really well. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, 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 did I already say David Berger? Did I say that? I can't tell what I'm doing up here. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you. you got this. Do you remember what, uh, what gear you were using while you were recording Acts 1 and 2? Like guitar gear? Amps and pedals? Yeah. Uh, I was Logic. using a pod. <laughs> I had like a really shitty line six pod for the guitars and i had an m audio like four channel preamp interface that i was using for act one and then for act two it was like a the the first era mac mini or imac or something like that with basically the same equipment and i did not own a microphone that cost more than a hundred dollars it was everything was recorded in basements and my you can hear in act two you can hear me you can hear the floorboards creaking as I move <laughs> while I sing because I just didn't have anywhere else to do the recording other than in like my apartment. So uh, yeah, there w- it, was, it, was a, it was a shitty, shitty time. There was not <laughs> a lot. It, every track that I tried to finish faced some sort of technical difficulty because what I was using was tremendously underpowered. Um, but yeah, it was maybe in total a $2,000 rig tops. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had something cooler to say, but it was all I trashy. Mean, it was all trashy gear. Still impressive. I don't know, but thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Alex, Alex Sahani, or is it? I I never say it right. Yes, bring your drink, please. <laughs> <laughs> stay hydrated. My question was, uh, the the Deer Hunter Camp was two and a half years ago now and it was very inspirational for me 
I learned to p play guitar since then. Um, and I just wanted to know what you guys got out of that, if you guys were inspired at all by us novices going over there, and um, if you have plans to do anything like that again. I'll say at least, at least for me, the camp was fucking insane to try to put on. I mean, we had no idea what it was supposed to be or what anyone would want. And I have since gone back to work at other people's camps there. So now I know what most camps are like. <laughs> and we really went for it. Like, the, we've, we've crammed so much stuff in there that yeah. it, was, it, was, there was, it wasn't surprising that all of us, including, I'm sure, all of you that went to the camp were fucking exhausted at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. Because it was just every day, every minute, like, I could do three things right now. I don't know. Right. Um, but with that being said, for whatever reason, it was, well, I shouldn't say for whatever reason, for <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> for um, whatever it, reason, it, it was It okay. was such a, a rewarding and, and kind of uh, bonding thing. I don't know. I left that camp so stoked on camp, maybe because I've never been to a camp before. Yeah, yeah. it really <laughs> inspired me. I'd never really played any instruments before besides percussion, and I decided to learn a bunch of stuff. So I like that you write off percussion as... <laughs> well, I I've never really played this. I mean, nothing with notes. I played that since I was like 4 years old, so I was like I want to learn new things, but yes, yeah. it is important. Since we didn't we had no experience doing one before and there was nobody holding our hand through what we were supposed to do with it, yeah. that we just tried to do all things at all times. And so f for me, like the first night I was there, when it became clear, okay, like we should there's people here who play woodwinds. We're doing this song with everybody. I need to prepare woodwind parts. The first night I was there, after that open mic that I stayed at till the end, I went back and I worked on woodwind parts until 5 a.m. I remember, And yes. then I got up at 8 a.m. to start the next day. And I don't think I ate breakfast until the last day that I was there. It was just like a fever dream. And it was super positive and super fun, but at the same time it was like, I didn't know what I was doing at all. We want to do it again. We do want to do it again. We're trying to figure that out right now, actually. and. Uh, I think it's just a matter of trying to properly plan the next couple years of our lives. Um, but yeah, it's something that was tremendously impactful for all of us. I, I think I don't want to stop anyone from answering, but I think everyone would, would agree with that. It was something we didn't expect to be as awesome an experience as it ended up being. Awesome. And Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so do we in 12 songs that are created on the album you have about 10 that are thrown out like eh, I don't like those songs so in those 36 songs what? wait what what do you mean I, yeah, I, I, think, oh, oh. I think what you're asking is were there b-sides or stuff that we got rid of for the color spectrum right in 36 songs did you have how many songs that you got rid of or zero did you push those 36 songs into creation? Well, I don't Ke Casey had the idea for years beforehand, so he had plenty of time to creatively stew on kind of what the project was going to not only entail, but the I think the direction of each color. And so then it just became, okay, how in the world are we, we going to accomplish this and who would we like to include, right? Yes. Yeah, but and then... Right. But, but also just the way that I make records, I, I don't really, I, I cut off the fat very early on. Like I'm starting to write a song and it sounds like shit. I'm like, this song sounds like shit. And then I just need to leave it alone. Only actually in Act 4 and Act 5 are the only records that have B-sides. 
that no one no one may ever hear but each of those records has one or two that we opted to either cut out or replace with a different version of what that song was doing on the record mm-hmm. um, but no for the most part it's just writing with a goal instead of writing just a bunch of music and then being like what's the best thing here there's a very clear goal from the beginning so if you're 10% into writing a song and you can tell it's not on the right trajectory you just cut it out and move on to something else if that makes yeah. sense it does yeah? thank you cool. so much awesome yeah thank you one more one more oh man can i pass these down and someone else can decide i, I don't know if i can do this little nick this is for you there you go yes is he just going to read the first one probably yeah <laughs> Scored this moment a little, little stranger. Nice. <laughs> so the thing we should probably tell you guys now, uh, Little Nick doesn't know how to read. <laughs> so. It's it's a fool's errand, really. None of these have pictures. How could I possibly? This is confusing. (laughs) Truly confusing. Oh, they're upside down. How obtuse. Uh, You can do this. have an inspiration of a, an artist that gave them the push. So what is your inspiration? Who was your artist? Who was, or what was your artistic inspiration? All yes, of sir? you. Sure. Yeah, for me, it's Jaco Pastorius on bass and Dave Weckl on drums. Yeah. Yes. I think I, this is also probably something you would have said if, if you knew I was about to say it. Uh, but it's like twofold. One is we grew up in a really musical household, so m- our parents were constantly making music together, um, like just songs all the time of all kinds of styles and with no real adherence to any genre at all, which is where I think a lot of that isn't inspirational for us. Uh, so that was humongous. That was like the language of the household. There, It, it was very much like there was... English and there was music, but it wasn't theoretical. It was just. It shows. And well, thank you. Um, uh, biggest musical influences? Influences. Uh, yeah. So I had a when I went to high school, I was uh, given the decision to either do art or music, and I thought music would be, would be fun. My dad played guitar, and then when I was in high school, I had a really good uh, band director, just somebody who was able to recognize talent and also really know how to keep people kind of engaged and interested in something that might be foreign to them. And uh, I don't know, I think I just really want his respect, if that kind of makes any sense. And uh, he really he really found a way to push me to actually do something, you know, because I gave up sports and everything. I was always <laughs> trying to know, man, you could have been. I know. Yeah, the it's NBA, the knee, the knee problem. Yeah. Yeah. Damn knees. Yeah, it's the damn knees. It's a family <laughs> thing. Anyway, yeah. So I just had really good teachers, um, I guess. Long story short. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank teachers, you. yeah. Thank you. Teachers. Respect. Max. Yeah. 
the uh, yeah, other than the obvious of you know music my parents were into that then I by proxy was also into, uh, which was like Oingo Boingo and Rush and Danny Elfman and stuff like that. But um, the thing I really have always wanted to do and that I really sort of gravitated towards was uh, like video game music, like Nobuo Utsumatsu and, and stuff like that. And I don't know. My uncle played harmonica when I was a kid, and that seemed like absolute sorcery to me. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, this seems amazing. I'll play something. That's the end. What made me, that's, yeah, that's the whole thing. That may have Metallica. been bad. I have no idea. Metallica. You didn't mention Metallica. Also Metallica. <laughs> Metallica's amazing. They're a band still. So. That's a fact. They have that albums. Uh, I, I grew up on maybe a little bit of Beach Boys, Neil Diamond, uh, Disney... And um, Keith Jarrett on piano was pretty important to me. Mr. Bungle, that kind of stuff. Just like King Crimson, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Mike Patton is a huge influence too, for sure. Bjork, I forgot to mention Bjork. Oh yeah, we share that. Bjork, for sure. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, Gavin. Gavin, was there any internet questions left over? Uh, I mean, all right, here's one. No offense. Listening to your whole discography, I've heard many genres of music, especially coming out of the color spectrum particularly. Any plans for another concept record? This comes from Tony Lambius. Uh, the answer to that is yes, more conceptual music. That is not the act records. It's a completely different thing. Should we ask another one from that, that stack? That, that, who has that stack of cards now? That was Little Do, Nick the Decider, oh I, I believe. That stack. Uh, no offense, but how often slash long do you guys rehearse? Oh. <laughs> Depends on the tour. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how often we're getting together as well. If it's, if it's like a busy year and it's kind of a couple tours, one after the other. I feel like the shortest we've done was like three days. We'll get together like Sounds two to three right. days before a tour. This one, because we haven't played together in about a year and a half, was more like seven to eight, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, seems about right. Good. Like Max said, it just depends. You know, it's like if we're opening for someone and we're playing 40 minutes and it's got to be concise and we're kind of trying to play the hits, so to speak. It's like the hits. It's usually I did the finger thing. I know okay, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, that usually we don't need to rehearse that long for, just because it's stuff we're comfortable with. The set tomorrow has a lot of stuff we haven't done yet, so yeah, we had to. Yeah. Yeah, you say that they're all covers. But, but it, it took a lot of time in the room together, basically. Okay, okay. We should, we should see if there's one more that, while I'm tuning, we can answer. I got one. Okay. If you could be in any other band, which one would it be? I feel like you started that wrong. Can you start that again? No offense. Thank you. <laughs> but if you could be in any other band, uh, touring right now, alive oh. today, not from the past. Come on. Current band, what would it be? <laughs> And what instrument would you play in that band that Jeez. you don't have to have the skills for right now? <laughs> oh. I'm leaving okay. it wide open. Concert pianist with the London Symphony Orchestra. That's good. Going right wow. for the money. You're huh? just going Thank for you. like what would be the most talented thing. Well, that I don't have like the that. skills for right now, <laughs> and it's a pretty well-known band. Uh, yeah. yeah, I consider them a band. Yeah, they're a band. I don't know if I have an answer. I think I have to hear more answers from It's a weird one. What about, you, what about you guys? On the couch back there. 
Current bands? The S&M bench. Current bands. Current bands. Current bands? Functioning <laughs> today. Current like bands. If you weren't in TDH, if you would I be in this band. No TDH, skills required. No skills required. You can required. play another instrument, too. I'd play drums for <laughs> anyone. The Black Keys. Oh, I know what I would be the in. The Black Keys. I know what I would be in. Just to help It's an out. easy gig. I would want to be good enough to play keyboards with Snarky Puppy. Oh. Oh, wow. That's what nice. I want. Nice. That, yeah, there you go. Now I'm done. Should I escalate it to you replace a player in a band? Oh, so you could shit. just be doing it to, to remove that player. I would Do replace we have to battle John to Mayer the death, in or? his own band. Oh. <laughs> what did you say, John Mayer? What? Did you say John Mayer? In his own in band. In his own band. <laughs> That's fresh. So you got Do you Steve just Jordan, John Mayer? No, it would still be called John Mayer. Yeah, it <laughs> but it would be me, just sort of hanging out, and I wouldn't play his songs either. I would just be playing whatever came to mind on stage and hoping they could keep up. And they could. They really could. They you got could. a great band. Yeah, great band. Nick, did you answer? What'd you say? Kinda. I mean, uh, you led me through the the answer, but yeah. Black Keys, drummer for the Black Keys. Yeah. Okay. That seems like a really easy job. That's not what I would do. It, yeah, it's, it is. It's the easiest job. Yeah, I don't know. Max, what about you? I just don't have an answer for it. There's, what's your favorite band that's functioning right now? And, and you what could be in instrument that band. would you play in that They're band? just so uh, unsuccessful. But uh, That doesn't matter. Well, doesn't the question matter. wasn't doesn't matter. how could you fix the lack of success in the band you're in now uh. by joining a more <laughs> successful band. <laughs> the question was simply, what other band would you play in? Uh... Only just because it seems incredibly fun, and I can't play the drums at all. Uh, oh, is playing, it? Playing drums in the Velvet team. I thought so, yeah. That's a challenge, for sure. I have a better answer, by the way. Let's hear now it. I've had some time. Yeah, I would still be the bass player, but i play for Wolfpack, because that's funky stuff. Oh, nice, dude. That's a good bass gig. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. I've for a long time believed that the funnest gig in music is playing bass in the band Cake. Yeah. Yes. But oh. with that being said, I think I would rather play guitar for Frank Ocean. Oh. Nice. Really? You would be fired after one gig? No, that band was shitty, the one that we saw. I don't know. That's seems, why they got fired. It seems like he gets mad That's often. fine. That's, That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, what was that at Coachella? Yeah, We saw Coachella. him play. It was two weekends, and we saw him play with one band, and then I guess he didn't like the performance so much, he fired the whole band and hired a new one. <laughs> By the next weekend, yeah. And was the next weekend better? Inf the first band was bad. Okay, they okay. were. I don't know if Fair they didn't enough. get to rehearse or what and happened, but they were shitty. And then he was he was definitely calling some people for the second week because the guitar player was the guitar player from Incubus. Oh, that's right. And that's he right. he didn't need the job. No, no, he's in a band. But yeah. Uh, so okay. Cass, what yeah. was yours? Yeah. Um, I have to pick a funk band. <laughs> that seems like the theme. I'm sure you feel that way. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I just asked the question. You had so much time, man. It was his question, just so you guys know. It, it was? Yeah, it wasn't a question <laughs> from anyone. Up. Gavin's been wondering this about us. What? <laughs> Said you've been wondering Gavin, this about what us. Would you, what band would you be in other than Gavin Castleton? <laughs> Which you are in right now. You literally <laughs> you are. are. <laughs> you are Gavin. All right, all right. That's what I would think, do. I would think. replace Gavin. In Gavin Castleton's <laughs> band. That should have been my answer. That'd be tight. Part of me wants to do like a... Um, a charity gig and do take Anthony Kiedis' job so that he doesn't he's not in the band. In the band. So that somebody was singing songs in that band? Just to remove him from the band. Yeah. I would <laughs> consider doing that. You're just trying to improve bands now? <laughs> yeah. I said that was an option. You could just do it out, out of like spite or a political right. move. 
musical hitman. So that's your answer. You yeah, would replace hitman. Anthony Kiedis. That's fine. Or just well, remove him. You wouldn't even replace him. You I don't just take him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I wish I was good enough to play in Snarky Puppy. That would be cool. Too. We already said that that was irrelevant. I know, you, I know. You could be. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I haven't really thought about this. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, no offense, but okay. that was a shitty answer. <laughs> I don't know if we've, I, I, this is a bit of a blur. I don't remember if we said this enough or not, but thank you so much for coming here tonight and doing this with us. Very, 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 very much.